Hey, hey, everyone. You're listening to the Brazos Sports Preps Cast. We're a podcast talking about high school football in the Brazos Valley down in Texas. I'm Alex Miller from the Eagle newspaper, joined always by Abigail Ochoa, our trusted high school reporter. Abigail, how's it going? Hey, Alex. I'm doing all right. Uh, I got out to College Station this morning talking to the Cougars. Um, they're getting ready for, for another big game this week um, in 5A Division One. But, uh, you know, it's, it's good. We're rolling. We got, what, six teams left. Um, I mean, a, a lot of, you know, a lot of teams that, you know, we're hoping to see in the next round here. But, um, yeah, you know, it's doing pretty good. Yeah, only six teams in the Brazos Valley left in the playoffs. We've basically seen our teams get cut in half each week. Yeah. Um, but we've got a few teams that are posting wins that are leading us to think that they'll be around for a while. Yeah. So we got a big show on for today. We've got Matt Stepp of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. He's going to look at College Station's big win over Frisco Lone Star last week. And then we got... Tommy Davis coming on, talking about some of our area schools. Franklin and Centerville just keep rolling. And then Bremont, they've kind of been the surprise down there in 2A Division II, Region Three. So without further ado, let's hear our conversation with Matt Stepp. Joining us now on the Brazos Sports Preps cast is Matt Stepp of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Matt, how's it going this afternoon? It's good. Just uh, getting ready for Thanksgiving. Gonna gonna eat some good food this week, and then uh, watch a whole bunch of football. So yeah. I feel like that's a pretty that's a win for me. I feel like that's a win. Well, I, I think that's on Abigail and I's agenda as well. So we're we we feel you on that one. So great minds think alike. <laughs> so they say. So they say. You know, you you got to watch one of our Brazos Valley teams last week. You're at the College Station Frisco Lone Star game on Friday. Uh, obviously college station coming away with a, a huge win over the Rangers, you know, what was the most impressive thing to you about college stations win? Uh, for me, um, it was the fact that it was a total and complete team victory there. I, I did not see a single weakness in the college station ball club. I'm talking offensive and defensive lines, the skill positions, the linebackers, the DVs, the special teams were flawless. It's it's a and the coaching, you know, the, the play calling and and the technique and and the schemes were executed just at an incredibly high level. And you know, talked to Coach Huff post game, and he definitely said this was the most complete game that they played this year. Because I mean, it was a really good team, and they just completely dismantled Lone Star. I mean, Lone Star is a good ball club. They lost to Ditton Ryan by a point, um, and College Station just dismantled them from you know start to finish. So. Um, for me, it was the the just the completeness of College State. That, that, that is a complete ball club. All three phases, the coaching staff, they this is this is the team to be reckoned with. You know, Matt, after kind of seeing that that like you said, a complete kind of effort from everybody on Friday, are are they kind of your favorite coming out of five A uh, Division One? After kind of seeing them, obviously play a tough team like like you said, Frisco Lone Star, uh, who was ranked five. Are they kind of your favorite right there now? I would have to say, yeah. I mean, I mean, now I'm, I will say I'm I'm one of the smart ones. I'm probably just the smartest person on the DCTF staff because if you look at our pre-playoff projections, that is true. I did pick College Station to win the state championship, so 
feeling a little more confident these days about it. Got my chest bowed out a little bit. Yeah. Kind, of, kind of talking some smack to Tepper and Pickle, you know, ish, you know, just kind of letting them know that who's the who the boss is. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think they've done nothing to dissuade me from thinking they're the team to beat uh, for the state championship. Now, obviously, the road is still going to be tough. Right. You know, they've, they've got some some definite big challenges ahead of them if they want to win a state championship. But for me, there's no reason to think right now the College Station Cougars are not the team to beat in 5A Division One. Lots of talk this week about Frisco Wakeland's big upset over Highland Park on Friday. That That's, of course, who College Station's playing this week. You know, Matt, what really makes this Wakeland team so dangerous? Uh, kind of a school that, you know, maybe has snuck up on some folks. You know, Frisco ISD year in, year out is tough to tough to gauge just because of the massive growth in, in the town and in the way that Frisco's playing things out. Uh, teams can go from being really good in one year to being really bad the next year when a new high school opens up. I mean, they've gone in the past 23 years since I've been in high school from having one 3A school, now 4A, because the ch- classification changed to having 12 high schools. I mean, so it's just incredible growth in Frisco, and sometimes that's hurt their football programs because you've seen teams go from being really good, you know, 10 and 2, 11 and 1, to 0 and 10 the next year when a new school opens up and drains their, their student population. Wakeland has really been immune to most of that year in and year out. They're one of the oldest, they're the third oldest school in Frisco, and they're probably one of the most consistent teams in Frisco. They're always in the mix for the buffs. Um, no. They've never really broken out and had like a big deep playoff run like Lone Star has, um, but they've always been, you know, right there in the playoff mix, uh, contending for the district championship or at least being around for the playoff spot. And they, they were third in district this year, but what's happened is they've gotten some. They're, they're always big and physical up front, and that's helped them. And that was a, that made it the matchup against Highland Park. I feel like a good matchup for them because they matched up well with Highland Park, and, and it enabled them to pull the upset. Wakeland does not typically match up with teams who have speed to skill positions. And I think that's where the big edge for College Station is going to be. That's why you see Wakeland, they struggled this year against Lone Star. They struggled against Denton Ryan because they, they were athletic at the skill positions. I think Wakeland will hold up in the trenches. They're very good up front on both sides of the ball. But I think where the big edge in this game is College Station with, with their skill position players. And I think that's going to make the difference in this ball game. All right, uh, let, we're going to wrap up this part about College Station. But before we do, I know you obviously you said College Station probably going to win here. Any prediction for this weekend's game? And do you expect that rematch with Den Ryan in the next round here? Yeah, I, I think College Station is going to pull away and win fairly comfortably um, this week. I think that's a – is it a Friday or Saturday game in court? I know it's in Corsicana. Friday. Okay. All right, Abigail, if you need any place to eat in Corsicana, I got you. But they'll, oh, probably, feed, yes. they'll probably feed you good in the press box. So it's a very nice oh, stadium. Okay. They're, they're very hospitable. Um, yeah, I, I think College Station, I think it'll be close for a half, and I think College Station is going to pull away um, in the second half. And I, I do believe that we will see uh, that rematch between College Station and Denton Ryan. I think Denton Ryan's game against Longview is going to be much closer than the season opener that they played. I think Longview has made big progress throughout the year, but I think we're going to see College Station and Ryan hook up. Yeah. Well, at the on, on the bottom half of 5A in Division Two, Anum Consolidated down here in College Station, you know, they've really made a run uh, as, as things really opened up in that Region 3 with Fort Bend Marshall losing in Round 1. You know, Anum Consolidated definitely took advantage of that last week by beating Barbers Hill. Uh, Keyshawn Thomas has been back for the Tigers. That's been a big boost to that offense. 
but now they're facing Crosby, who's kind of just been rolling through some teams. You know, how do you like the Tigers' chances uh, against Crosby this week? They're an underdog for sure. Cros- Crosby is the team to beat in Region 3 right now. They're the defending regional champs. And I, and I think because Fort Ben Marshall had dominated the region in the past couple of years, uh, we, we forgot that Crosby actually beat Fort Ben Marshall in the regional finals a year ago. And Crosby, they're very young, but then they've improved quite a bit. I watched um, a good portion of their game against Marshall last week. This is a Marshall team that needed a last-second field goal to beat Rudder to get out of the first round of the playoffs. And it wasn't close. I mean, it was 31-6 in the second quarter. Crosby was up. They just completely decimated Marshall. Um, Crosby is really athletic. They've got they're, they're going to spread you out. They're going to be um, really innovative of in what they do on the offensive side of the ball. And they're going to try to get their athletes in space one-on-one uh, to make plays against against AM Consolidated. So um, does Consol have a chance? Absolutely. I, I you know, they're, they're, Coach Fedora has got a great pedigree and a great track record. And this college, this AM consolidated squad is 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 very good, but they're 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 an underdog in this one for sure. I would say I'd probably take Crosby by, you know, about 10 points in this game. I think the Cougars are, are the real deal. Yeah, and then you know, on the other side of that, who, who do you like maybe coming out of Texas High and PNG in a game that aren't they playing over in Louisiana? <laughs> yeah, they're playing that game at Northwestern State, Louisiana. Um uh, I think it's in Natchitoches, Louisiana. Right. Uh, it's kind of halfway. When you look at a map between Tex- Texarkana and Port Natchez, it's a it's actually a pretty legit halfway spot. And it's not the first time, you know, up in the Panhandle, they play a lot of playoff games in Oklahoma and far west Texas. They'll go into New Mexico and play. So this is not unheard of for sure. Um, but I, I like Texas High in this game. I, I think Texas High is the team to beat on that side of the bracket. I think the Tigers, um, they've got three or four big-time Division One players in their team, and I, I think they're – um, just kind of a little bit too much for PNG in that one. So I, I like Texas high uh, to advance to that regional final in 5AB2 region three. Well, Matt, thanks for giving us a few minutes of your day. And uh, yeah, hey, what about those food recommendations in Corsicana? I, I want to hear about this. <laughs> well, you got to go. So there, you got to go to um, Collins Street Bakery. Um, now I found out uh, Miss Abigail is a girl who likes her sweets, much like my wife. Um, and so if you go to Collins Street Bakery, get you, get you some of their, their, their baked goods. They're, they're pretty incredible. Um, that's probably the, uh, the, the number one spot. When I go to Corsicana, um, usually I go to the Collins Street Bakery and pick up some, pick up some goodies uh, for the missus. Yeah, Tyler had some good cookies last week. They were actually good. I the took them box. Home, they were pretty awesome. Yeah, they were really yeah. good. <laughs> so Collins Street Bakery, uh, Abigail, go, go check out Collins Street Bakery. If you want your sweet tooth satisfied. And then you can eat at the stadium. There you go. There you go. Well, before we let you go, how can folks find uh, all, all the content at Dave Campbell's and, and with you this week? Yeah, so uh, texasfootball.com is where you can find our playoff coverage, statewide playoff coverage. Um, if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's at Matt with two T's, underscore step with two P's, 817. Um, I'll be attending six different games this weekend, so I'll be all over the state. I'll be in Longview, Abilene, and in San Antonio. Um, running around like like a crazy person, uh, following games, and then uh, we'll have uh, most of our content on the Dave Campbell's Twitter as well, which is at DCTF. All right. Well, Matt, uh, thanks for giving us a few minutes of your day, and uh, we'll, we'll hopefully see you down the road. Appreciate it. you guys. Travel safe to your games, and uh, happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Matt.
Well, joining us now on the Brazos Sports Preps Cast, we've got our friend Tommy Davis. He's about to head out on vacation, but got to talk a little high school football before he does. Tommy, how are you doing today? I'm good, Alex. How's things going? We're doing great. Well, you know, we're going we're gonna to bring you on and talk a little small school action now. You know, last week you told me you saw two teams, Franklin and Bremon. So let's start with the Lions. Uh, they just continue to dominate teams and likely will again this week against Riesel. You know, in your opinion, what, what continues to make this Lions team so unstoppable, even into the third round of the playoffs? Speed is a big factor. Uh, they're quick offensively and defensively. Uh, you know, the, the key personnel is something that everybody always sees, the great running backs they have, uh, Wade, the quarterback. But something I've, I've noticed with Franklin is the offensive and defensive line. Uh, just opening up huge holes, letting those running backs a lot of times go untouched 50, 60 yards for a touchdown. Uh, that's what's really impressed me is the offensive line for, for Franklin. Um, yeah, you know, Tommy, you were also at Bremon, so let's talk a little bit about them. Um, this isn't a team that, you know, many thought could obviously make it this far into the third round, but um, what do you think has been the key to success for the Tigers the, the last uh, few weeks here in the playoffs? Well, they, have, they have really grown up in the last several weeks. They're a young team uh, and playing – you know, in district and some of those other pretty tough teams early on, uh, they had to grow up. And they've, uh, I mean, they they beat Evadale easily last week over in Trinity. Uh, it'll be a little tougher this week. I think they're playing Chilton um, this week. And, and Chilton is a pretty tough opponent. They'll have hands full there, but that's a, that's a very winnable game for them. Uh, just a young team that continues to improve every week with Bremont. Yeah, you know, and, and then on that side side is the the area. You know, Cert, Centerville has certainly won some convincing games this season, and including the last two weeks. You know, what do you what do you think the focus for the Tigers might be this week? And do you see them advancing to the next round to face one of Tempson or Beckville? Probably going to be a really good game in a, in a potential regional final. Yeah, looking before playoffs started, I took a look at the brackets and. Really didn't see Centerville losing a game uh, in Region Three there until you know maybe maybe until they get to the Region Three champ. I saw them going to at least the Region Three championship game before they faced anybody that just really stuck out with uh, I believe Timpson and Beckville. The good thing is they're playing each other on that side of the bracket, mm -hmm. uh, so that knocks one of them out. And then Centerville just has you know the, the Region Three championship game. It looks like that's what they're they're going to do. Uh, I think they can win this week. Um, and and then next week in the championship game, uh, it ought to be a great, great matchup. Centerville is another one of those teams that probably one of the best defensive teams they've had in the last 10 or 15 years, uh, but another team that just dominates on the offensive line, opening up big holes. They got, they got backs that will just find a small opening and can break it open or find a hole, move around, find a hole. But a lot of times that offensive line is opening up big holes for, for them also. Well, uh, tell me before we let you go, um, how, how can people listen uh, to the radio broadcast uh, for all of these games? So for Centerville, that broadcast will be on KMVL. Uh, 
we've got Bremont starting out on KMVL FM 100.5 at 6 o'clock Friday night. Uh, Centerville will start at 7.30 on KMVL AM, which is 12.20, but it's also simulcast on 98.9 and 102.7. And as soon as that Bremont game is over, we'll flip Centerville over to the FM and have them on 100.5 FM also. Uh, Franklin's going to be on our sister station, which is out of Crockett, and that'll be uh, KIVY 92.7 FM. Uh, and you can stream all those games. Um, the Centerville game will be on – you can go to KMVL.net uh, or also KMVLFM.caster.fm for the Bremont broadcast, and then KMVLAM.caster.fm for the Centerville broadcast. Well, Tommy, thanks for uh, giving us a few minutes to talk a little football, and uh, hopefully we'll we'll see you down the road as some of these teams keep marching along. Yeah, looking forward to it. Uh, expecting some great football this week and, and hopefully next week as well. All right, Abigail, let's close it out. Where are you going to be this week on Friday? Well, I'll be in Corsicana, um, so that'll be fun. I'll be covering College Station at Frisco Wakeland. Um, it's really been really exciting to see the kind of Cougars on their run here. Um, they're looking really good. I think um, it, it's going to be interesting. You know, I talked to Coach Huff earlier this morning, and he said that, you know, other people may be surprised that Frisco Wakeland's here uh, right now in the playoffs. But, you know, at this point, you can't really be surprised. If a team advances, it's because they're a good team. And um, I, he's right. You know, I, they obviously, Frisco Wakeland has a lot of, a lot of guys that they can turn to. Um, I'll be interested to see how, you know, college station's defense has been pretty, um, they've been really good at, if there's a good back on the other team, they've been really good about slowing them down. Marquise Collins, um, it shines. I, I think when there's another, uh, a, another good running back back there, but, um, you know, they had another, they got another one this week, um, and Jared White, it'll be interesting to see kind of what the defense is able to do with him. Um, you know, they've been able to do it with a lot of teams this year. Mac West, um, Lone Star, they have big guys that, that were able to, that, you know, had pretty low numbers compared, compared to the rest of their season. So I'll be interested to see that. But I think um, offensively, I think they're going to keep rolling. Um, Wakeland has a good defense, but um, I think we've just seen so much from this Cougar offense that it's hard to, to think that anybody could stop them at this point. Um, but yeah, I'll be in Corsicana, so that'll be exciting. It's a it's an early game. It's a two, um, so yeah, you know, got to get Thanksgiving in on Thursday, and then drive to Corsicana in the morning and and get to see some football. Yeah, well, I will be back at the Barry Center down in Cypress Friday night, watching the AM Consolidated Tigers. They're going to face the Crosby Cougars, of course. Um, my big thing is, you know, how is that console defense going to go toe-to-toe against that one-two punch from Crosby with uh, Quincy Jones and Siren Miles, the the stud quarterback that the Cougars have? I mean, those two combined for over 500 yards and, and seven touchdowns last week. I mean, that's, that's impressive. And so, you know, I'll be curious, um, you know, how that console defense fares. Tackling in space is going to be a huge thing. And, uh, you know, the thing is, though, Consol's played really well on, on defense for most of the season. And, and stopping the run, that, that's, uh, that's kind of a strength of that defense. And, and last week against 
Barbers Hill, you know, they kind of faced a one-two punch of, of a quarterback that could run and a running back that was really solid that could also go out and play receiver. So this isn't a this isn't a duo that this consult team hasn't seen before. Um, but I think the talent level is definitely going to rise a few steps this week. And the thing about this consult team, though, too, they just know how to win football games. I mean, they just find ways to win games. And you saw that last week. Um, and we'll, we'll see if they can they can do it again. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be a four quarter battle, in my opinion. And uh, we'll see. We'll see uh, who can who can come out with the victory and march on to the region final. So. All right, Abigail, I think that's going to do it. We've had a great podcast and uh, yeah, looking forward to another good week of football. That's right. All right. Thanks, everyone. Be sure to like, subscribe, whatever, how you do it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, here on theeagle.com. Be sure to check theeagle.com for all of our coverage this week of high school football here in the Brazos Valley. We'll see you next time.